and welcome back to Mannequin Medicated with your host, Carissa. Today is going to be something I have I have talked about a little bit in the past, but something I've never, ever, ever done before, and it's something I don't take lightly. This is um, a very serious conversation, and I feel very obligated to talk about this, and it's something that I want to make sure that we all understand how serious this is. There was a young girl, uh, high school age, who recently passed away. I believe it was on Tuesday night. And it was, from the looks of it, at the hands of herself. She was standing on the commuter rail and was hit by a train. I will not say her name out of respect. I will... I don't... I. I I just can't because her family hasn't come forward and said her name. A few uh, news outlets have released her name, which I think is just kind of messed up. Um, I think until, like, the family wants to do that or an obituary has been posted, I don't think anybody should be releasing her name. Um, I don't know her personally, so I feel very weird in doing that. But since her death, I have been getting... DMs from her high school uh, classmates, people who went to school with her, and it's been very eye-opening to me about how much more we need to be doing for these kids. I can only imagine what the family is going through. I can only imagine what the community is going through as an outsider who's hearing about it, who lives not too far from the school. I am beside myself. I don't have the words other than I hope everybody can find some type of healing, but but in that, I know that some of them will never be fully healed from this. You can't recover from this. This is a huge loss. Somebody lost their lives. Somebody lost their child. Somebody lost their best friend. And that hole is never replaced with anything. And it sucks. And I, if if you knew this girl, I just want you to know, I am so unbelievably sorry. And I just want you to know that she did not do this to be a selfish human being. I did a whole episode because last month was Mental Health Awareness Month about suicide and my own personal struggles with suicidal ideation, suicidal thoughts, and what those were and how they how they come about and how to heal from them and how to work through them. I am a survivor of those things and circumstances that I went through. And my earliest memory of wanting to harm myself was at six years old. I attempted suicide at age eight years old, and I buried those feelings down for 20 years. And at the age of 28, I unfortunately tried again and couldn't go through with it, went and got professional help, and have realized that in my healing journey, I need to share these things because these are real issues. Children are struggling every day. And Children, as much as we we tell them like, 
oh, this is not forever. These feelings are not forever. That's not that big of a deal. They're dealing with very heavy emotions. These kids are feeling alone. These kids are feeling not understood. These kids are scared to talk about these things. Yeah, we talk about mental health online all day, every day, but in order to actually talk about it, in order to actually get help, that's really hard. A lot of kids don't ever receive the help that they need because they don't even know what's wrong. They don't know how to verbalize it. They don't know what is this feeling that I'm getting? What are, like, am I not normal? I don't want to tell people that I'm feeling these things because they're going to think I'm not normal. They're going to think I'm weird. And that's a hard place to be at. I have been contacted by the classmates of this girl that have that has passed away. And it has been so sad to read those messages and to have them say, we want you to come to our school to speak to us. I don't know how to go about this. I know that without sounding like I have a huge ego, I know I have touched lives with this podcast. I have never done anything like this. I've always wanted to publicly speak to an audience and I've I've done that through my podcast. And after doing this for, wow, I've been doing this in over a year and a half now. And I have talked to and met people that have had the same struggles as me. And it's been absolutely mind-blowing to see that we all go through something, but we're not doing it alone. As much as we think... we're alone in this. We are not. So I am now calling on my audience right now in the Massachusetts area. I am calling on parents. I'm calling on people who have younger siblings. I'm calling on you right now to help me in order to get the word out. I will be wanting to speak to schools in the next school year. And learning about this girl who has passed away it has been very sad it's been it's been very sad and i don't even know her i don't know i don't know her i don't know what her favorite color was i don't know what her favorite food was i don't know if she had siblings i don't know a lot about this girl but the fact of the matter is she was someone's kid she was someone's whole life. She was someone's best friend. And that is what's that is what messes me up at night when I go to bed the last couple of days. And I took a couple, couple of days to think about this and like, what can I do for these kids? What can I do for other kids that are going through this? Because this is not an isolated experience. This is something that happens every day. It might not be as far as suicide, but it is as far as these feelings, this depression, this mental health crisis that we are going through with these children. And it's only going to get worse. The pressures of social media, the total lack of knowledge and what it means to be a mental health advocate. And that is what absolutely destroys me is that we need to do more. These kids need to know what real life experiences are. These kids need to know that 
when they're in that darkness, that there is light at the end of the tunnel and this is not a forever thing, but they need to know how. Like how, that's how kids learn. They're very, very smart individuals, but they need to know the process, the before, the during, and the after. What does that look like? What could that possibly be? What does it feel like to have those thoughts? And maybe it doesn't directly affect them. Maybe I'm talking to some of the kids and, and they don't have those thoughts, but their best friend does. And they can be that that source of, hey, like this is going to get better. We all need to be educated more on this, whether or not it touches us, because it, it could eventually. You could be the happiest person in the world and some a circumstance, a tragedy, a trauma occurs and then you form you metamorphose into something else and you don't even recognize yourself. It eventually touches all of us in some way. So with my experience, I'm asking my listeners right now, I have never asked you guys to do anything like this before. I really hope this is received in the correct way, but I want to be able to now go to schools and I would love to speak with the students about mental health. I want to talk to them about suicide prevention. I want to speak with principals. I want to talk to the superintendents. I want to see what it is that I can do. I don't know what the protocols are. If I have to do a training course, I will. If I have to get a certificate, I will. If I if they ask me to do 100 sit-ups, I fucking will. I don't know what the right answers are for this, but I know that I can't sit here and preach about mental health, and I know that in the ways of my podcast, I am contributing to society, but I want to do more, and that is within me. That is with all of us. If we are educated on a subject, we have real-life experiences. I'm not a therapist. I'm not a doctor. I am just a real person that has gone through a healing journey, and I want to share that journey with the youth because they deserve that. They deserve to have every type of person coming forward and talking to them. They deserve to have professionals come in. They deserve to have real people off the street come in and talk to them. They deserve more, more, and more. We need to give that to them because mental mental health is literally coming after our, our youth right now in the worst way. And we need to do it earlier with them. We need to have these conversations with our children because they are hurting inside. The day I tried to kill myself at age eight years old with a jump rope that was gifted to me in my Easter basket, I think was the day I realized something's not right. But I didn't have the capacity as a child to realize, hey, like, I'm having really bad thoughts and I need to talk to someone about that. I didn't have the capacity for that. And then I grew up and getting into my teenage years, I still didn't have the capacity. I'm like, I was taught you keep that to yourself and that's it. You don't you don't tell people about that because then they're going to think something's wrong with you. But the the fact of the matter was something was wrong with me and I needed to heal that part of me. It's like breaking a leg. You don't just... You don't just makeshift a cast for yourself and go on your way. No, you need to go to the doctor. You need to get x-rays. You need to get a plan in place. You need to have action steps. These kids need that. They need to know that what they're going through 
is not abnormal. You're, nobody's normal. That's that's the thing about this. Nobody is normal. Nobody is cookie cutter perfect. We're all imperfect in our own ways. We all have our own struggles. We all have different home lives. And I want to be able to talk to them. They need somebody. We all need somebody. Even the happiest kids need somebody. We're all going through something. Because on the outside, you can be whoever you want, but on the inside is who you truly are. And I want to be able to let them know, like, you can be whatever you want to be. And if you're not happy right now, you will be eventually. And this is how you go about it. Nobody's doing that with these kids. Yeah, you can have someone come in and lecture them and talk about stats and talk about uh, bully prevention and talk about mental health, but we need to talk about what do we do when we do get bullied? How does that make you feel afterwards? How does that affect you afterwards? We can talk about prevention all, all day long, but what do we do afterwards? What happens when when you do go through those those terrible things? I just, I need to know what I need to do to go go through this. Um, on Monday, I will be sending letters to that school, uh, Whit- Whitman Hansen. Um, I will also be sending letters to surrounding schools. I don't know what my feedback is going to be from them. I don't know if um, they will allow me to talk to schools. I, because I've never done something like this before, ever, ever, ever. Um and because I'm so new to public speaking and because I don't have any prior public speaking, I will be not charging the schools for this. This will be a completely voluntary thing I w- would love to give to the schools. I just want to do it in the right ways. And I know that <sighs> I would love to help. I, I just want to help. That's all I want to do. And same with this podcast. Before, on this podcast, I told you guys I have never received a dime. Since starting this podcast, I have had monetary gain. And in the last year and a half, I have received less than $20 for doing this podcast. And I don't care. I don't care if I ever see any more money. I ran I ran a few advertisements and literally got, I think, like $16 for doing that. It's not about the money to me. I just want to be a, a voice for the voiceless. I want to really let kids know you can go through some really bad things and there's always light on the other side. And it's nice to hear from people that are real people. That is how you get an audience to connect with you is when you're real with them. When you get too professional, when you get too um, stern, like back straight, really just it intimidates a lot of people. When you talk to people in a very professional tone, yeah, it's it's very attractive to some people, but some people who are going through some stuff, it's very intimidating and it's off-putting because they can't relate to you. They're not the same. You need to let your wall down and really let people into your inner circle and let people know like, hey, this is me. Like, you're welcome here. We're both... We're both different people, but you're welcome in my circle. And that's how you get people to be vulnerable with you. And that's hard. That's hard to want to do that. But 
these these speakers that usually come to the schools, I have these kids talking to me and they're like, they they tell us about like bully prevention and this and that and they tell us statistics and like we can't, we don't connect to them. There's no connection. And I had one girl tell me, I feel very connected to you and you make it feel safe when you speak. I feel like I could talk to you. And that makes me so happy. That is totally my intention when I do talk to you guys on here. I don't want anybody to ever think that I'm better than them. I don't want anybody to think that I know more than them. I want you to know that my experience is just that, my experience. But when you share the most vulnerable parts of you, that's when it becomes all of our experience. Hey, I went through that too. Hey, that totally makes sense. Hey, how did you how did you overcome that? That's when you start connecting. And I really hope whoever's listening to this, if you have uh, school age children, like middle school, high school, I, I don't obviously want to talk to elementary school kids because that's it, it kind of gets into like a weird, that's a little too much, I think, for them. It's not age appropriate for what I'm talking about. But I really just want to be a voice to help. So please, if you know, if you're in with any school systems, uh, maybe you're a teacher, you're a counselor, maybe you have a child in school, please, please, please reach out to your schools um, and also reach out to me and ask them if they're willing to have suicide prevention and mental health conversations. I would be more than willing to come to your school. I am currently drafting a proposal and like I said before, I will be sending out letters on Monday uh, to a list of schools that I have in mind, and the first one being Whitman, Hanson. I I just want to help. That's all I want to do. That is my only intention. And again, completely free. I will volunteer my time. I, I don't care about the monetary gain. So please reach out in the DMs. I am currently active on social media again um, after – a lot of things that have transpired, it just feels right to come back to social media. So I will leave my Instagram below. And also, if you would like to, you can send this episode off to your principals, your superintendents, your schools. I literally just want to help. That's all I want to do. So thank you so much for listening today. Um, I will be back on either Monday or Tuesday with a new episode, but I just felt very compelled to talk about this. It's very important to me and it is my life's work. This is my life's purpose and this is why I do what I do. Thank you so much. I love you guys and until next time.